match, man. You know the fuck that nigga. Play on me, man. <laughs> Alright, fuck it, let's get it. Yes, sir. What's poppin' with y'all? Welcome back to another motherfucking episode of the Until Further Noise Podcast. I am the flyest, highest, coolest, smoothest host of them all. OG Hatch, man. You know what the fuck it is, man. What's up with the motherfucking people? Man? How we doing? It's episode 53, bro. You know this shit don't motherfucking me stop. You know we on the grind at 100. You know this shit do not stop. What's up with the motherfucking me people? This is episode 53. Hope you out there looking good, feeling good, staying safe. You know what I'm saying? So a whole lot of shit going on. <laughs> so a whole lot of shit going on, my boy. <laughs> but I want to say shout out to everybody around the world, man. It's tapped in, join the fucking conversation, man. No matter how you join the conversation, if you listen to this on uh, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audio Mac. If you're watching this on YouTube right now at the Until FN, uh, Until FN YouTube channel, what up? <laughs> Drop a like, leave a comment, subscribe to the channel, ring that bell, whatever the YouTubers say, man. Insert that there. <laughs> Insert that right there, my boy. <laughs> There's a lot of shit going on in these streets, bro. I ain't going to fake it. You know, last week was episode 52. We celebrated the year anniversary of the podcast. Uh, we had a, we had a, uh, a special guest come on. We had an interview with my boy Bilal. You know, if you haven't checked that last week's episode uh, out, go ahead and do that. We dropped some gems in that motherfucker. It was a nice little conversation. You know what I'm saying? The interview got cut short. But it was something I wanted to do, you know what I'm saying? Because it was a part of the original plan of this podcast, you know. It was, it was a part of the original plan of having more here. Uh, so I'm happy internally that I did that for myself, that I'm sticking to a plan. Uh, the, the layout that I had three, four years ago, it's all still stored in my head, and I'm still following to a T. So that's something that I'm happy about, you know what I'm saying, on, on, on a personal basis. But um, the feedback from the, from that episode has been great, you know. So people have liked the podcast. I mean, like uh, last week's podcast. Um, people want to hear from him again, you know what I'm saying? That was the whole point, you know what I'm saying? Bringing people onto this podcast, onto this platform, that I just felt was dope as fuck, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of people, like I said in that podcast, like I said last week's episode, bro, I just think black people dope as fuck. And don't get it wrong, I know some I know some dope, thick white bitches. <laughs> I know some dope, thick white bitches, don't get it wrong, they know how to twerk, you know what I'm saying? I find that shit to be amazing, but... <laughs> In general, you know what I'm saying? I just think black people dope as fuck. We athletic just because, you know, so we jump up, we fall off the bed dunking. Besides me, you know, here's I fuck my knees up, you know? <laughs> but this ain't about me. <laughs> but now nah, it, it was just dope. Like I said, the whole point of this podcast, this whole podcast from day one was to shine light on people I just thought was dope as fuck. And he was one, he was the first person I always wanted to bring on here. So once again, shout out to my boy Bilal for coming on here, man. Tap into everything he got going on. Um, and let them know that OG Hatch sent you. Um, but it's a lot of Sean Doc, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to hold y'all up. It's a lot of Sean Doc. I want to make sure I get this episode out to you guys on time this week. Um, you know, on past episodes, you know what I'm saying? On past episodes, I got to jump right into it, you know what I'm saying? On, on past episodes, bro, I've talked about Dr. Dre for many reasons. He, he He's a man you can talk about for many reasons, business-wise, music-wise, you know what I'm saying? He, it, the shit he was going through with his wife having to pay all the, the bitch one I gotta stop saying bitch but the bitch wanted five million dollars for entertainment a month like, it was some crazy shit <laughs> she was making some some outrageous demands but it, um you know it came out recently that Dr Dre and his wife uh you know they're going through a divorce and that he's going to be paying 3.5 million dollars a year in spousal support 
Now, I'm not a nigga to count nobody's pockets. Of course, I made my jokes and, and my banter about, you know, her outrageous demands and the shit that she wanted. I still think, you know, so they want millions of dollars a year in entertainment. It's some wild ass shit. Bitch, just go get a PS5. <laughs> that bitch, that, that motherfucker do everything you want. <laughs> play movies play the game you can talk to people <laughs> like everything it's the, it's the computer you can do every fucking thing but i digress i came across this report you know what i'm saying it's in the midst of finding out dr dre's gonna be spending 3.5 in spouse support the nigga got money you know what i'm saying i seen the math where it was like that his his 3.5 in spouse support is really like for a common millionaire like forty thousand, no four thousand you know four thousand a fucking year so his 3.5 is the equivalent to a regular millionaire's of, of 4,000. That nigga's, he worth like 800 million down there a billion. So when it comes to money, it's really pennies on a dollar to that nigga. So I'm not going to count niggas' pockets per se. But it comes a point in time we got to speak up. Because I came across this report that it says Dr. Dre's oldest daughter is homeless. Like she's living out of her rented car. Doing DoorDash and Postmates and shit. I forget which one, but do it matter? The bitch dropping food off. I gotta stop saying bitch. <laughs> but she's dropping food off. The young woman, she old as fuck. But the lady's dropping food off, fam. And shout out to Dr. Dre's daughter. I no disrespect by calling you old. I'm old too. I'm 26, damn it. 30s right around the corner, damn it. <laughs> but Dr. Dre has a, a homeless daughter? You know... In all seriousness, bro, when are we going to say Dr. Dre ain't shit? Like, I don't know his relationship with his daughter. I don't know. But I'm just putting myself in that in, my, in that situation. Like, no matter what the how strange the relationship is with my daughter, unless she just straight, just not taking the money, there should be no reason why she's homeless. We don't even have to talk, baby girl. Like the whole, I would think the whole point of a parent is to be trying to build build wealth and generational wealth for your kids. This nigga already had a, a, a health scare not too long ago. So to the point where he could have died. Nigga could have died. So I'm like, at that point in time, even if the relationship was fucked up, let's say, I don't know, I would think you would fix it. And like I said, we, don't, we shouldn't have to talk for you to be taken care of. This nigga, Dr. Dre, got money, y'all. And the main reason why I bring it up, because I hate touching on personal subjects like this, because you never know what's going on in people's family. But when are we going to come to the conclusion that Dr. Dre just ain't shit? Like, we got to come to the conclusion. Like, we give niggas passes for making beats, fam. We give niggas passes for their talent. Like, what happened with the whole D-Barn shit? He beat her ass. What happened with the whole Michelle A shit? He was beating her ass. And you can't say allegedly because this nigga didn't admit it to this shit. I, I ain't got to worry about getting sued. Fuck it. <laughs> this nigga done said the shit. And like I said, nigga didn't go to jail. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't face his crazy. He didn't face his punishment. None of that. But he went on to become a, a very successful man. You can't talk about music without talking about Dr. Dre. You really can't even talk about California without talking about Dr. Dre. But it's like you beat bitch, you beat women, and you and, 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 and your kids is homeless, and you down there a billionaire. Like it comes a certain point in time, you just gotta see, you just gotta see a nigga for who they truly are. Like, 
we can't keep giving it. Like, how long are we gonna keep giving this nigga a pass? This nigga not even irrelevant. He's not even irrelevant. He's not putting music out right now. He's not doing shit currently. So we don't have the niggas don't have the we don't have the word about people really supporting him right now. He's set. But as like as a people, we, we we get on motherfuckers when they commit crazy crimes like R. Kelly and shit like molestation and sexual harassment and sexual assault and you know, some messing with minors and shit like that. But when would you gonna come down to a more what, what about the other moral shit? This nigga was beating women. This nigga was beating women. This nigga with kids is homeless. You can't say he ain't got the money. This nigga got enough money to pay 3.5 million in spouse support. So he got the bread. We know beat sold for Billy. He got the fucking money. I just don't understand. How is this nigga oldest daughter homeless? I don't get it. Like I said, I don't understand. I, there shouldn't have to be a relationship there. Now, unless she's just flat out not taking that money, my nigga, then hey, wash your hands of the shit. But I don't get it. Like, we got to stop. Like, I know so many. We got to stop acting like motherfuckers taking care of their kids, bro. I know so many niggas in my, in, in my life. They got kids scattered in different states. Like, I, 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 judge, I start judging niggas like that. The older I get, I start judging niggas. Like I said, I don't have kids. I understand that every woman you have kids with, every time that happens, you, that's not that's not a, a, a relationship that's just bound to ha- work. You know what I'm saying? I get it. I'm not saying shit has to work. But I judge niggas when they just got kids. They got just multiple families. I don't give a fuck how much money you got, my nigga, just because you can financially take care of them. Hell, in this case, you ain't. When you got a billion dollars, it shouldn't be an age limit on when, how long you taking care of your kids, fam. And I ain't even saying you got to be spoiling motherfuckers. But your kids shouldn't be homeless. She shouldn't be in her 30s homeless doing DoorDash. Dr. Dre's kids should not be doing DoorDash. I don't give a fuck, bro. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. What the, I don't, if you, you, you probably watch this and listen to this right now and be like, nah, bro, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. No, bro. We got to stop the bullshit. Dr. Dre's kids... I don't give a fuck how old they are. I don't give a fuck how old they are. Should not be doing DoorDash for many reasons. Health, you know what I'm saying? Security purposes. And motherfucker, just, just more moral, just moral purposes. Why are they doing this? Why is she in this position, Dre? When you when we know you got a dinner a billion dollars. When you done put Cube on, Snoop on, 50, Kendrick. Easy, nigga. You can't even talk about West Coast rap without you birthed this shit, nigga. But you got enough money to give your fucking ex-wife, yo, your wife on uh, three point five million dollars in spouse support. But you can't kick forty k. You can't get your daughter forty k to just get a house. <laughs> like you go, go go get a nice apartment, a townhouse. It don't make sense to me, bro. And people people have to make that make sense to me because it's just. At a certain point in time, we got to call it for what it was. This nigga's a piece of shit. Like, this nigga's a clear piece of shit. And like I said, I'm 50, my favorite rapper. I love Q. My first words was Snoop Dogg. It wasn't daddy. It wasn't mama. It was Snoop Dogg. So I love the fuck you didn't gave the world. Trust me, I do. I love it. But the shit, the the not the man that's not on the mic, on the turntables, on the beat, on the beat producer, all that shit, but he's a piece of shit. And I can't rock with this nigga. I can't. 
Because I know you got the, I just seen you with, with what's old Morion baby mama? Who was that? What, what's her, what's her name? April Woods? Was that April Woods? If it's not April Woods, I apologize, but I don't, I don't know these bitches, man. What the fuck? They famous for sucking dick. I don't know these hoes, man. But look, <laughs> we just I just seen you take her out to eat. You taking her out to eat while your fucking daughter delivering niggas uh, dinner. What? It don't make sense, dog. Like, it, it, the older I get, and like I said, I don't even have kids, man, but the older I get, and 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 the more I just, I I, I guess I just grow and, and and wisen up and start to understand life, and I'm more I'm around more parents and shit like that. I just couldn't see them doing shit like this. I know motherfuckers that's broke as a motherfucker that, that that's living check to check, that do anything for their kids, that make sure their kids is all right. Hey, I can call my mama right now, my G. Yo, mama, hey, I'm, I'm fucked up. Hey, some shit went down. Give me some advice how I'm going to get through this shit. I can do that right now. My mama ain't got no fucking billion dollars. This Look, man, I'm going to get off the subject, but all I'm going to say is Dr. Dre ain't shit-ass nigga, bro. Now, you got to start calling a spade for I don't need to see no more proof. You beat women. This wasn't a one-time thing. This wasn't a, 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 def a self-defense thing. You beating bitches. And we give, and motherfuckers gave you a pass because them beats, nigga. <laughs> like we know what it is. But them beats, was, them beats got that nigga that far. And when it comes to you beating women, and when it comes to now, now we find out your fucking oldest daughter, your oldest daughter, I, hey, hey, my, my uncle got nothing but daughters. I ain't a, a a man's love for his daughters is some is some you don't fuck with. You know what I'm saying? I've always know you've always seen that you don't fuck with a man's daughters. So to know if this nigga's oldest fucking daughter is homeless, living in a fucking rental car, it says a lot about your character, my boy. But you beating bitches said a lot about your character. But your daughter, now your kids is homeless, and you giving bitches three point five billion dollars to live comfortably. But your kids is homeless. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you was a bitch. <laughs> Real fucking talk, man. Real fucking talk. Ah, uh, moving on, man. Let's go ahead and get into the baby, man. <laughs> is the baby getting what he deserved? Like, if you don't know what's going on with the baby, man, the baby right now is losing a lot of money, fam. <laughs> like, the baby is losing a lot of fucking money. The baby's getting pulled from a lot of these big festival performances. Um, he got pulled from Lollapalooza, the Governor's Ball. Um, hell, he's he getting pulled from Danner every festival that's out right now. Uh, it's really hard to name every fucking festival he's getting uh, pulled from. Everyone that's happened after Rolling Loud, <laughs> they said, nah. <laughs> they pulling that nigga, boy. But is he getting what he deserved? Like, for that, for fuck with me real fast. Let me, let me break it down, bro. So... So basically, bro, doing this performance, the baby, you know, he, he did the rapper thing, you know what I'm saying? Before the song come on, nigga trying to say some shit, some, trying to say some quote-unquote cool shit <laughs> to get the crowd going and shit like that, get the crowd hype before the beat come on. And he was doing this with him and his DJ. And it was coming to a certain point in time where he said some homophobic shit. We got to call it what? It was some homophobic shit. And the only real reason why I'm going to say some homophobic shit is because he didn't have to say the shit. <laughs> like, like it, just, it was just totally unnecessary. 
But he was saying some shit like, if you didn't suck a nigga dick, if you a dude, you didn't put, you didn't suck a nigga dick, put your hands up or some wild, some wild shit like that. To the point to where I had to look up at the screen like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> like, it, it was the totally, it wasn't even necessary. But I didn't think of shit about it because, nigga, I ain't sucking no nigga dick. I'm just trying to watch it perform, nigga. Like, it was just, it was just shit I just swept under the rug. But I knew it was some wild ass shit. So with the baby saying those homophobic remarks, you know what I'm saying, shit like that, motherfuckers is mad. And the baby getting pulled from money. I see he losing hella money. And I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why I don't really give a fuck. And I want to know, is he really getting what he deserved? Or is it just one of those things where it's like, yeah, but you showed us your true colors and nigga, now you ain't got nobody to, to support you. Reason why I say it is because we seen debate like even at the, in the during that performance, fam. I picked up on something. He brought Tory, he had brought Tory Lanez out. We all know the baby and Tory Lanez is cool, bro. Like at this point, it just he, that's his nigga. You know what I'm saying? That's his homeboy. He he shows his homeboy over making a start. And me even saying that sounds like some little gay shit to be be saying. Some, I I shouldn't be saying that. Though I'm talking about he saying some homophobic shit, huh? <laughs> Man, fuck that shit. <laughs> But it was some little gay shit that he did by bringing Tory Lanez out there. And the only reason why I say it was some little gay shit is because as soon as Tory Lanez got off the stage, he performed, he uh, he put on his song that he got with Megan Thee Stallion. And as soon as he did that, I picked up on it. Because I'm like, not only, as a business, I, I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to cause some stir. It's always some money into the negative stir, the negative bullshit, the stir of the bullshit. It's always money into that. But as a nigga that just sitting back planning, like I came on this podcast episode ago, episodes ago, and I told y'all how I felt about Tory Lanez. Like, nigga, if you shot at a woman, you was a bitch. Like, there's no, there's no, there's no way around that, my G. If you shot at a woman, you're a bitch. And that's reportedly what happened with that. Like, he ain't in jail. Tory Lanez is out here making music, making money, going crazy. Tory Lanez is living his life. But in doing that. The baby came out and he had he had a he had a relationship with Megan and Stallion. You know, what I mean, they had they had songs together. They was the new they was the he was the hot new rapper for males and she was the hot new rapper for females. They was it. You know what I'm saying? And for that for that relationship to be um, thrown out the window because you chose to rock with Tory Lanez and not support the black woman that got allegedly shot by this shot at by this nigga, that made me look at this nigga a little phony. Now, granted, the nigga has some nice little songs still, so I ain't really give a fuck. You nigga ain't do shit to me, but I see what type of nigga you is, my boy. And I'm a nigga that believe in karma, my G. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I try not to do certain things because I don't want that type of energy to come back on me. And when you see that the baby went out his way to support Tory Lanez, to make sure Tory Lanez didn't fall completely off, he made sure Tory Lanez stayed relevant with we're giving them features and shit like that, bringing them on to the rolling laugh for his performance. They wasn't booking Tory fucking Lanes. So by you even bringing Tory Lanes out there, making sure that nigga stay relevant, make sure his name stay out there. Only the, if that's your homeboy, that's all good. But in the mind's eye, this nigga shot at a black woman for for, for nothing. There could have there couldn't have been a good reason why you shot at this woman. So by you going out your way to support this nigga. And now that you getting your fucking head bashed in and niggas is pulling you from all these festivals because you said some homophobic shit, now I'm just sitting back like, fight fight back, nigga. <laughs> I ain't helping you. Fight back, nigga. You wasn't doing all that shit. You wasn't looking for our help and support when you was parading Tory Lane's ass around. 
You wasn't doing that thing. Now you won't support. Now you sorry, huh, nigga? <laughs> like, nah, fam. Like, is you is he getting what he deserves? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he can give me some valid points on why he's not getting with and why he thinks this is some unfair treatment. Maybe he can. Maybe he motherfucking can. But at this particular time, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> fight back, nigga. <laughs> you better survive, nigga. You better survive this fight. Because, nigga, nah, we, we were supporting Megan Thee Stallion, G. Like, look. Look, I don't listen to her music. I can't listen to that shit all day about bitches just riding dick off fast out shit. Like, look. She, it looks amazing. But I ain't listening to that shit. It's just a simple fact she was a black woman getting shot at during a time of black people getting shot the fuck up. I gotta support that, right? <laughs> this nigga went out his way not to do it. So now you said some, some shit that you shouldn't even said that had nothing to do with your performance. Some shit that you just wanted to say because you thought sounded cool. Now they on your ass. Now the gaze is on your ass. Fight back, nigga. <laughs> I got I want to see how you survive this shit. Cause it's one thing we all know, like you you can say fuck black people all day. We still trying to correct that wrong. You can say fuck niggas all day. You can you you can you can show videos of niggas killing niggas all day. That ain't getting pulled. I talked about how they pulled YG shit. They made YG go back and change a song that came out then ten years ago for the Asians. Shout out to the Asians. <laughs> but they man, that nigga says change some shit because he says some says about the Asians. You can't say shit about the gays, my boy. I'm the only person that can say something about the gays. Cause like, what the fuck, nigga? What you thinking? <laughs> But as honest, you can't say shit about the gay folks. Them niggas, them niggas, nah. Them people, yeah, I'm gonna say them people. Them people, you know, they move the they move the needle a lot, bro. Especially for that pop music, my boy. Once you go pop, nigga, you gotta you gotta support you gotta support everybody. Cause once you go pop, niggas ain't buying your shit no more. All them album sales, that's that's for the white folks. The, the, the club, the, the, the fucking UK people, the overseas, the gay, the, the gays. You got to sprinkle the niggas in here and there. We ain't buying that shit, bro. We give you $10.99 a month for Apple Music, and there you go. <laughs> the white people and the gays are the ones still buying music, my boy. Shout out to the gays. <laughs> Support this pod, nigga. <laughs> but it's like, once you do that, bro, you kind of fuck. And like, you get... It, usually, I would say... You know, he shouldn't be losing all this money. But sometimes, bro, you just got to accept your L's, my G. Like, sometimes you truly just got to accept your L's. You got to accept when you fuck up. Because if you don't accept when you fuck up, you're going to keep having this victim mentality. And when it all, in all honesty, I got all the jokes out in all seriousness. In all seriousness, I should say. You fucked up. You didn't have to say what you said. It, like you, you said that you chose to say what you said, and, and and as petty as it is, as some people may find it to be, it's hella people that's taking that shit serious, my G. I'm not gay. I I don't know, you know what I'm saying. I don't know that shit. What offends them won't offend me. Not everything that will that offends them will offend me. Now some shit you just be like okay, bro, you went too fucking far. But I didn't think it was gonna be this bad. But he getting pulled from every fucking festival. We coming back from COVID, bro. Like, niggas is just now coming outside. 
Niggas wasn't getting them club, them, them back ends. That's all you hear. All you hear these rappers talking about in their songs now. Damn, I miss them back ends. We getting back to the back end. The back end, the back end, the back end. <laughs> That's all Quavo ass talk about is the back end. So now you're getting back outside and doing the festival right before this Delta variant really shut shit back down. You losing all them bags. Like, it's your fault, my boy. <laughs> it truly is your motherfucking fault, bro. Real shit. Ah, moving on, man. What we got, man? We got Cuomo. We got the Olympics. We got, you know, let's get into Cuomo. Let's get into Cuomo right fast. But let's, get into, let's go ahead and get to Cuomo. Uh, Andrew Cuomo, uh, New York City governor. Uh, you know, back on the politics shit for a minute. You know, back when COVID first kicked off, bro, Cuomo was one of those niggas who was a, a, a media darling. Like, I remember motherfuckers was talking about he was handling this shit so well in New York from a media and politics standpoint that motherfuckers was talking about Cuomo running for president. I truly remember that shit. You know, then it came out, you know, motherfuckers accused him of sexual harassment, sexual assault, and things like that. So all that shit died down. All that shit stopped. Kaput. Null and void. No more. <laughs> all that shit just stopped. Rightfully so. Rightfully motherfucking so. But once the allegations came out, they, uh, they lost an investigation to your boy. And Cuomo, it's a nasty man. You know, investigation found that 11 women um, were sexually harassed by Cuomo. 11. You know what I mean? It, I think they say it was like 154 uh, people that was, I think it was 154. Don't quote me on that number. It was hundreds of people that was interviewed and, 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 and included into this investigation. And it was found that 11 women were sexually harassed by Cuomo. Um, I've read the reports, bro. I've seen the, I've seen the, the uh, videos on YouTube and I've seen the, the reports and shit like that. If this shit true, this a bold ass nigga. Like sometimes, bro, when you heard when you think about sexual. So let me tell you what this nigga. They say allegations consist of kissing um, on the forehead, on the lips, on the cheek, um, hugging when motherfuckers didn't want hugs, not church hugs either, like full on hugs, uh, running his fingers down uh, uh, people, uh, female women's spine. Like, fam, when you doing the spine, only time the spine is okay is when you about to fuck. Like, when, that's the only time the spine the, the spine touching is cool. Like, you, you got to actually be in the situation to where she's about to give you the pussy. Any other time, it's totally inappropriate. <laughs> like, I don't care where you at. I don't care what you're trying to say. Like, I don't know. If motherfuckers is not finna just drop their drawers and throw the pussy at you, if this isn't a, 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 a pre, you know what I'm saying, talked about, thought about thing, bro, don't just walk up on, on women and run your fingers down their spine, bro. I'm telling you, all the friends of the show, don't do that. <laughs> like, at a certain point in time, this we just all got to conclude, this is a bold-ass nigga. <laughs> like, this, he, he doing shit that you just shouldn't even do, period. Like, you just walking up on women and kissing them on their fucking cheeks and on their lips and shit? That's what you doing, Cuomo? That's what you, 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 you rubbing your fingers, running your fingers down a woman's spine? A state trooper spine? That's what you doing, Cuomo? Allegedly? Allegedly. Now, these allegations, Cuomo, look. <laughs> but it was, just, it was more verbal sexual gestures and, and, and it was just more shit. But, you know, when you think about sexual harassment and sexual assault, bro, I always think, like, how? Why? Like what take what what gets motherfuckers to that to that moment? Because I'm not just gonna say men, because women do it on the on the regular too. We talking about Andrew Cuomo, but I want to talk about sexual uh, harassment and sexual assault. Period. Why? Why does that shit take place? 
Now I get, you know what I'm saying? If, if my if, if niggas is saying some wild shit, some niggas just don't know how to talk to women. Certain shit you can just chalk up to certain niggas just don't know how to talk to women. But when you get to invade motherfucking space and shit like that, it's like, nigga, what, who raised you? Where do you get this from? Like, what made you think it would be okay to just walk up on a woman, rubbing your fingers down her spine, kissing on her lips, kissing on her cheek, kissing on her forehead? Like, wh- why? Wh- why do you think that's okay? And you got all the motherfucking, the other, you know, you got the Democrats, the Republicans, you got all these other motherfucking politicians talking about some uh, Cuomo, should, he should resign and step down. Step down? What the fuck you mean Cuomo should resign and step down? Fire this nigga! What the fuck are you talking about? This has to be, this has to be, you know what I'm saying? And 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 some type of motherfucking me. This has to be against something in the fucking uh contract. And the contract he signed when he when he, when he took on his job, it, this has to be uh, in breach of something in his contract, fam. Sexual harassment, sexual assault. Fire this nigga. Anytime I heard motherfuckers say he should resign or he should step down, that lets me know they not gonna do shit. They just letting they just letting the media. They saying that shit for the media so motherfuckers so they can like let it be known. Yeah, this nigga a shady motherfucker. I don't like this nigga either, but it is what it is. I ain't gonna fire him. That's all I see from it. The fuck you mean he should resign? What the fuck you mean? That's like the same thing when like in the NBA when when the black coaches or the NFL. All these professional sports, when the black coaches get fired, that motherfucker said he was fired. When the white coaches lose their job, that motherfucker said they mutually parted ways or he resigned and he want to retire or some shit. The black coaches get fired. Black people get fired, terminated, and still get talk shit about on, on their way out the door. You motherfuckers talking about Andrew Cuomo should resign on his own will, his own volition? Man, fuck his resignation. He can take his resignation, his resignation speech, his resignation fucking uh, 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 interview he gonna do. Take that shit and shove it up your ass, you funky white boy. This is some nasty shit. Sexual harassment. 11 women, allegedly. That's some nasty shit. Like, you get, when you get to talking about niggas abusing their power, fam, you gotta start with these politicians. Like, we, we, we got fucking uh, Harvey Weinstein the fuck up out of here. We did it. We did it. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Congratulations. Rightfully fucking so. Well, you talk about a fucking state politician in New York fucking city. The quote unquote mecca of this shit. This nigga out of this motherfucker sexually assaulting and harassing women. And y'all tell him he should just quit on his own? It, nah, it shouldn't work like that, my G. We shouldn't allow that shit to work like that. I don't want to hear another mother. They got Biden ass Tom Bosom. And I don't even. They got Biden ass Tom Bosom. He up, uh, he should resign. And when Lady Tom Bosom, um, would he would they, would they step in to make him quit? Biden Tom Bosom hold your horses or some shit. Let's take one step at a time. What the fuck you mean take one step at a time? How many steps we gotta take for this motherfucker to be out the door? How many steps we gotta take for this motherfucker to be out the door? This is nasty shit. The fuck you mean should quit? I just look, bro. I don't mean to go on a, on on a rant, bro. But it don't make sense, dog. It don't make sense. How can a nigga sexually assault somebody and, and, and people say he should quit on his own? Now, I get motherfuckers don't want to play unemployment benefits because <laughs> Walmart did this shit to me. Walmart tried. I remember when I worked for Walmart years ago. Walmart tried to make me quit 
so they wouldn't have to pay me the unemployment benefits. They had me fucked up. I laughed in their face. You gonna fire me, nigga? I'm gonna get paid some money. But I wasn't sexually assaulting motherfuckers. I wasn't sexually harassing motherfuckers. It wasn't 11 motherfuckers they can bring in there and say, I was groping them. I was saying some sexual shit in their ears, talking about fucking, talking about they shouldn't get married because the sex drive goes down. I wasn't telling motherfuckers they should go find me a girlfriend. Like, this nigga Cuomo was bold as fuck. As a motherfucker. I'm talking about the shit that they saying, that this nigga Cuomo was saying to these people, is like some of the wildest shit ever. Like, I told y'all on past episodes, I never understand how men that be in power, when they be like, have, have, a, have a position of power, where they have people working for them, women working for them, and shit like that. I never understand how they get themselves in the situation they get into. Don't get me wrong. Bitches be fine. When, women be fine as fuck. Don't get me, don't get it twisted. I understand that. But at a certain point in time, boy, it has to click in. Like, fam, I can lose everything. <laughs> you hear me? Everything. Everything will be gone. Everything. So I never understand when niggas put themselves in that position. And for this nigga Cuomo to be this bold, allegedly to be this bold, he got to go. Ain't no he should step down himself, y'all. We not doing that. It's 2021. Ain't no nigga just finna step down. And even if he do step down, what punishment is he really getting? Who the fuck wants to be a politician for that long anyway? Who? He got his money. He got his celebrity status. If the nigga don't fetch jail time, the nigga just gonna go away, be quiet for a few years, and come back in a, in a few more in, in a few years, and motherfuckers gonna move on. Because by that time, it would have been another fucking politician that got popped for some shady shit. Hold this nigga accountable if this shit is true. Y'all did a full-on investigation on this man. A full-on investigation. When niggas is involved and words like investigation is, is, is thrown out there, oh, it's jail time. <laughs> like, oh, he got investigated? Oh, yeah. Jay, Le, Le Jarvis is going away. He got investigated, my boy. It was when you when motherfuckers say investigated, it was money put behind that. You know what I'm saying? Like motherfuckers don't investigate for free. No, you know what I mean? Letters is in the word investigate. <laughs> niggas don't investigate for free, my dude. So when niggas get investigated, niggas going to jail. Jim Pop, nigga. Cell block A. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But Cuomo allegedly. He get investigated. Niggas just want Cuomo to go ahead and uh, uh, resign on his own. Shit, wild, man. It's the life we live. This is America, my boy. Real talk. This is America. This is the shit niggas is out there fighting for. <laughs> Real shit, man. Um, moving on, man. Uh, let's go ahead and get to the Olympics right fast, bro. While I'm talking about America, this is America. Let's go ahead and get to the motherfucking Olympics, man. <clears throat> How big is the Olympics for real, fam? Like, that's really tough, but how big are the Olympics? Like, I'm not going to lie to you. When Olympics come on, I try to watch the basketball shit, and I try to watch a few swimming, you know, swimming events and shit like that. I hate I hate watching track events. I'd rather just watch the 4x4 four four and the 4x1 and go on about my fucking day. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking scarred from having to go to track events, you know what I'm saying, in high school, and I was, and I was doing shot put and shit like that. I just hate track meets, but track meets is just, 
They too fucking long and too fucking boring. The best fucking things happen at the very fucking end. I, that's why I just hate watching track races and shit like that at the Olympics. I just rather watch the winners on YouTube and shit like that. But this year is different. And I don't know if it's because this whole Peacock situation. Because I thought, <clears throat> for some reason, fam, I thought the Olympics were going to be on basic cable. I, sh- sh- silly fucking hatch. <laughs> I thought this was going to be on basic cable. And maybe it is. Maybe I just can't find it. Maybe I'm stupid and don't know what the fuck to look for. Maybe I'm just dumb as fuck, high as fuck all the time and not just doing smart shit. But this whole Peacock shit stupid. If you think I'm finna spend $5 a month just to watch the Olympics, you got your rabbit ass month. Because the, the winners in all the little clips and five is, is posted on YouTube for in five minute videos. Why the fuck would I spend money to watch the Olympics? And, and when you do catch the shit that's, that they posting up on YouTube about everybody that's competing and shit like that, it's a lot of dumb shit in the Olympics, fam. Like I was watching synchronized fucking uh artistic swimming. These bitches was doing like these and I gotta stop saying bitches, I'm sorry. <laughs> But these motherfuckers was in the in the pool acting like spiders and shit. And I'm like, this is in the Olympics? It was some shit called trampoline jumping. This is in the fucking Olympics? It, rugby ain't as tough as I thought it was. Like how like we got we gotta really talk about this shit. It's a lot of stupid ass shit in the Olympics. Like I ain't trying to shit on nobody's, you know what I'm saying, what what they what they what they hungry for and what, and what they passionate about. I'm not trying to shit on that. If you passionate about trampoline jumping, if you if you passionate about bow and arrows, if you passionate about motherfucking me, uh, 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 what the fuck, what the fuck, synchronized uh, artistic swimming, hey, man, K-Sara-Sara, I salute you. But that shit's stupid. Like, at a certain point in time, like, this shit is stupid. Like, I, maybe I'm just a, a just a, a silly, dumb fucking American. I only know about football, basketball, baseball, uh, wrestling, you know what I'm saying, ping pong, you know what I'm saying, volleyball, shit like that. I only know about the really athletic things. I'm seeing motherfuckers riding bikes around in circles. Like, look, man, I, and I probably sound stupid, but it's a lot of stupid shit in the Olympics, my G. And this is shit you want me to pay $5.99 for when all I really want to see is if Kevin Durant finna drop 30 on Spain. <laughs> That's all I really want to see, my boy. I don't give a fuck about what the fuck uh, these gymnastic people is doing. No, nobody give a fuck about like, we gotta stop. We got to stop the bullshit. Like, don't nobody give a fuck about nothing. If it's not gymnastics, swimming, uh, and basketball, and, and, and the four-by-one, don't nobody give a fuck about that shit. You saying Bolt not even out there. So it really ain't even no straight dominant males, uh, male star out there right now. Everybody out there that's out there running right now on the male side is young as fuck. They still trying to make a name for themselves. I know the, uh, the boy DeGrasse just finally won the fucking 200, I believe that was. He finally just won that shit. But every other male star there is is up and coming. He knew. So there's no Usain Bolt. There's no star power. When you go out to the women's side, all the stars is the women. You know what I'm saying? Thompson Hurrah from Jamaica. Uh, Frazier Price from Jamaica. Allison Phillips from USA. Um, uh, McCullough from USA. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the other fucking hurler from you, the women hurler from USA. I, I forget her fucking name. I'm so sorry, baby, because she's so fine. But it's like all the stars is women. 
So it's like, I'm going to watch the women, of course. I don't have a problem watching the women. But it's like, how big is the Olympics? Because I don't think we really give a fuck. Because when the Olympics go away, don't nobody talk about the Olympic stars like that. Don't nobody ever talk about the Olympic stars. Like, how big is the Olympics? Like, how what, how much money do you get wearing Olympic gold? Like, what do you get with that? Like, do you get certain sponsorships? Do you get, like, like what do you get besides just being called the Olympic champ of such and such year? The reign defending Olympic champ. Now, don't get me wrong. That's some big That's some big, that's some shit. That's some big shit right there. But, like, what's the, what's the monetary value with that shit? Like, at, at a certain point in time where it's like, if this is the biggest fucking sporting event or the, or the biggest event every four years, it don't feel like it. Because it's like, once it's here and it's gone, don't nobody talk about the shit. Hell, I mean, even, even in the NBA, we don't talk about the 2016 uh, gold medal team. We don't even, the only reason why we talk about the 2012 gold medal team, because it was the redeemed team. Like, what the fuck? Do, do we really give a fuck about the Olympics? Like, yeah, Michael Phelps won all the motherfucking me races, but when it wasn't Olympic time, nobody gave a fuck about Michael Phelps. I gotta be honest, I'm living in Phoenix, bro. Michael Phelps lives out here. Every time I go to a Phoenix Suns game, that nigga be right there. Every fucking time. I've been to like 16 Phoenix Suns games. That nigga be there every time. Every time. Every time. And they said, and they and they announced that shit one time. Don't nobody really give a fuck. And I'm not look, shout out to Michael Phelps because he bought that big dope too. But it's like, shout out to Michael Phelps and all, but nobody gives a fuck. So it's like, how big is this shit really? Like, Allison Felix, she's a fucking GOAT athlete. She's still killing this shit. Who gives a fuck? When it's not Olympic time, you never hear nobody talking about Allison fucking Felix. Like, it's just, if I'm lying, I'm dying. So it just, it just comes to a certain point in time, bro. I think we have to, we have to, Make sure if what we doing is for, because I, I'm seeing I'm seeing all these I'm seeing all these people go out there and, and I'm seeing the, the the love and support and 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 them going through all this shit and I'm seeing straight on one hand you see people that's winning and shit and you seeing just the, the 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 love and joy for the sport and then you see the people that's falling short it's like well damn nigga what you doing and what are you really doing this for? Because I know niggas I like a metal to me. When, to me, when it came to sports, fam, I wanted to be the best. I, I truly wanted to be the best. The reason why I didn't want to venture off into going to the NFL and shit like that, I honestly just didn't feel like it was worth it for my for my health. I honestly didn't. I, I was getting I was getting fucked up physically and mentally in high school. I tore my meniscus in high school from what well, the smallest nigga on the field fucked me up. I wake up with fucking headaches all with niggas niggas had headaches all the time. Niggas was fucked up. The reason why I never wanted to go to NFL, they didn't have guaranteed contracts. Like, <laughs> I'm be honest with y'all. When I was a kid, and I realized I was like, hey, they don't got guaranteed contracts. I wouldn't. Why would I want to do that shit? When I was in when I was in elementary school, when I was in elementary school, I had a uh, I forget her name. I forget her name, but she was a it was a teacher at the elementary school. Her son was on the practice squad for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers. 
I always thought when a nigga made it pro, that nigga mama, he, his mama set. His mama straight. Nah. <laughs> she wasn't good. She wasn't straight. He was a professional football player. That's why I never wanted to go to the NFL. So that's like when I ask, when I say how basic and what they really doing this shit for, there has to be some type of monetary value behind this. How are you supporting and feeding yourself throughout the year? I I forget which which athlete it was. It was like a, I believe it was a, a hurdler. It was a hurdler, and they was somebody he had a, a part time job throughout the year at like a fucking a dicks or some shit. And I'm like, hold the fucking hold on. How are you one of the best athletes in the motherfucking world competing on the quote unquote biggest stage of athletics, and you got a, a regular regular fucking job? Throughout the regular the, the the four years, yo, the regular four years of your life, when you not competing for the Olympics, you working at Dick Sporting Goods? Nah. What the fuck? Like, where are they competing for? Because it's clear to me, it's clear to me that motherfuckers don't really give a fuck about the Olympics when it's not Olympic time. So there can't be that much money into this shit. Now I'm pretty sure the the, the Michael Phelps, the Simone Biles, the the the, the Usain Bolts, the the Starus. The, the, the big ass stars, I'm pretty sure they good. Endorsements is crazy. They, they get endorsement money. But everybody else, what like what, what are you what how are you eating? How are you getting paid? Like I I, I just don't want to I wanna know. Because every four years we come around this time, and it's like the biggest fucking event you will ever see. Like this shit looks phenomenal. But these niggas is regular people. Like these, where's the money at? How are they getting paid? How how are these, we know how the the basketball players get paid, but how are these other athletes just getting paid? Like what? Or what? What are they salaries? How how are they living? Because they out there doing. They are the best athletes in the world, and we talking about how college athletes don't get paid. We need to look into how much these fucking athletes competing at the Olympics are getting paid. What is the what is the price tag for being an Olympic gold medalist? What do you what do you get from that? What are your what are the flowers that you receive after Olympic time? You don't see I don't see these niggas in commercials. So it's like I just want to know what's the what's the monetary value of being a fucking Olympic gold medalist? I truly want to know. Um, moving on, man. So let me get this real fast. Let's get into Jackson Hayes, bro. We gotta get into Jackson Hayes, man. Jackson Hayes, um, New Orleans Pelicans power forward and center Jackson Hayes. He was fucked up, bro. It came out a few weeks ago that he got into a scuffle. I believe it was like a week or two ago. He got into a scuffle with the police. And I didn't want to report on it because I think it was last week, actually, when I didn't have an episode for you guys. And I just did the interview. It came out that he had gotten into a scuffle with the police and shit like that. And I really didn't want to talk about it until I, uh, I knew more stuff was going to come out. And a video was released today. I don't want to play the video on the pod and shit like that because at the end of the day, police brutality is police brutality. Um, and he was being tased. They was tasing the fuck out of Jackson Hayes while he was on the ground. And it's hard to see. Anytime you see a, a black man or anybody, let me. it ain't even about skin color at this point. Anytime you see somebody just getting um, physically um, manhandled, I just feel bad. Oh, I'm always a type of person. If I see somebody getting jumped, I'm going to jump in. I don't have to know you to help you get out that situation. I ain't going to throw no punches for you, but I'll help you. I, I'll break it up and let you get the fuck up and regroup at least. But seeing that with Jackson Hayes, it makes me wonder, you know, it's going to be more to come out about the story. Exactly why the fuck was the police recalled over there? 
what happened to escalate this situation for Jackson Hayes to be getting tased and thrown on the fucking ground. Um, this is the second time in the past couple of years I've seen police uh, be physical with an NBA player. We all know about the Tabo Cephalosha situation in New York where they broke his leg. Um, he ended up suing and getting some money off that shit. Uh, shout out to Tabo for that. Um, and now you got Jackson Hayes. Um, now, I don't remember if the NBA released a statement about the Tabo Cephalosha situation. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Um, but I do want to know what they say something this time. Um, because when you got the NBA making such big, um, you know, big um, stands, taking big stands on the whole uh, police brutality situation with going in the bubble, um, knowing that that was a big thing with players like Kyrie Irving and people in the Players Association, um, that did people, niggas didn't even want to play. Um, so when it hit, when it really hit home like this, um, at this particular time for the NBA after they took those stands. Um, that they've taken, you know, people sit canceling games and boycotting and shit like that. And I want to know what the NBA gonna do about this one because this is a this is a it's a fraternity. It ain't that many niggas in the world that can say they was in the NBA. This is a current NBA player. This is what second year. This nigga just hit the league. This is a fresh new fucking player. So he's gonna be around for a long time. He hasn't even made his biggest his biggest payday. So he's gonna be around for a long time. And I want to know what the NBA gonna do about this. If they're going to take a stand, if they're going to have his back, or if they're going to make a statement at all. Because I, I haven't seen these big uh, sports stations talk about this. I haven't seen ESPN talk about this. I ain't seen uh, First Take or um, uh, First Things First or Undisputed. I ain't seen nobody talking about this Jackson Hayes shit. Like, Jackson Hayes got fucked up by the police. And I don't see nobody talking about this shit. I know he's not a star and all that, but it's like, at a certain point in time... If y'all been taking the stance that y'all been taking against police brutality, and y'all been meaning that shit and not just doing it for lip service for the players, just so they can get their point across, if you truly believe in that, I expect to hear from Adam Silver. I expect to hear from Kiki Vandewey. I expect to hear from every motherfucker that's in that front, uh, the NBA front office, to uh, to make a statement on this, fam. You got to. I need to hear from fucking um from uh who, who's the coach in New Orleans now? Who the fuck is the coach? Is it Willie uh? What's the nigga name? What's that nigga name? What's that nigga name? Willie Green. Is it Willie Green? Is it Willie motherfucking Green? Hold on. Let me look it up, bro. I think it's Willie motherfucking Green. If it's Willie motherfucking Green, a, a nigga. Hold on. Willie Green. Damn. I, see, at this time, bro, I wish I had a motherfucking assistant, bro. Willie Green. Let me see. Willie Green. You're right. Willie motherfucking Green. Head coach of New Orleans Pelicans. He need to say something. Nigga, you black. You fresh on the scene. You got you gotta let it be known where you stand, my boy. So I want to know if, if motherfuckers are gonna make a statement. Adam Silver gonna come out and talk about this situation because this hits home. This is a fellow NBA player who got fucked up by the police, where he got shocked and he, and he suffered minor injuries and had to be taken to a hospital. This happened in 2021. So we need to know. We, we really need to know where the NBA stands on this. We need to know. What the fuck is gonna come? What else is gonna come from this situation? Because this is gonna, this is not gonna be the last thing we hear about this. Like I said, the story broke a week ago, and the video just now coming out. So this is not gonna be the only. This is not gonna be the only thing and the last thing we hear about this situation. Um, I want to say, Jackson Jackson Hayes, man. Hopefully you okay, recover well. Hopefully nothing serious to fuck up and and derail your off season so you can train for the, the upcoming season. Uh, I like Jackson Hayes, fine young player, athletic as fuck. Um, he, he got a promising future in this NBA. But this is something that we need to we need to be uh, mindful of and make sure we have his back on. It, it don't matter. At a certain point in time, it's going to matter what the, the police were called to his house for. 
But everything I seen was just like a noise complaint. And he told me that they couldn't come in the house. That doesn't that doesn't require him being fucked up and with, with three to four police officers throwing him on the ground, tasing him while he's on the fucking ground. So I, I'm eager to see what the NBA has to say about this one, real shit. Ah, uh, moving on, man. Let's go and hang into the NBA free agency, bro. Yes, sir. Let's go ahead and get the NBA free agency, my boy. This shit going crazy, dog. <laughs> Hey, it's NBA free agency been crazy as fuck. It's only been, what, 48 hours, I believe, uh, at the time it's recording this podcast. Already, you know, so you got Russ coming to the motherfucking me, uh, like, as we made that trade. We finally got Kuzma, bitch ass out of here, bro. Bram, you don't understand. I've been watching Kuzma for four years. Four fucking years. I don't deserve that. That nigga ass, dog. <laughs> but I'm going to digress. I'm going to get to that a little bit later, man, but... So far, you got Russ coming to the Lakers. You got Melo coming to the Lakers as well. Um, you got Kyle Lowry, you know, going to Miami, which would be pretty big. Um, I think Kyle Lowry going to Miami. I think they got PJ Tucker as well. Um, they got all they bring all the deep bowl back. You know, so they still got Jimmy Butler. They still got Bam out of bio. Uh, they re-signed um, Duncan Robinson for ninety million fucking dollars, which is the highest um, highest paid contract for any undrafted player in NBA history. Big fucking salute to that niggas. He letting you know, bro, as long as you can shoot, bro, you can get that bag. $90 million just for a shooter? For a shooter? That's wild. And he didn't even go to – he started off at one of the smallest schools ever. So for him, to, from where he started to where he is now, but that's nothing but but, but respect and, and props to them for doing that. Uh, so Miami will be formidable, but I don't think they're going to be able to fuck with Milwaukee or um or Brooklyn, you know, a healthy Brooklyn, let's just be honest. Uh, yeah, uh, Milwaukee losing P.J. Tucker might be a big deal. Uh, so I'm, I'm interested to see what they're going to do with that. I believe they re-signed uh, Bobby Portis. I got to check up on that. But don't quote me on that. I do believe they re-signed Bobby Portis. Uh, Dante DiVincenzo will be healthy next season. Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, um, Giannis. They're going to do what the fuck they're going to do. I hope. I think they still got Brooke Lopez as well. I know they cap strap for real. They can't really t- do too much um, going forward over these next couple years since they paid Drew Holiday and, and Middleton and Giannis all that fucking money. But Losing losing PJ Tucker will be a big blow. They got to find somebody that can bring that toughness and bring that defense um, on a nightly basis who won't be bitching and complaining about getting, you know what I'm saying, 10 shots a game. Um, you Who else? We got Lonzo going to Chicago. I was pretty harsh on Lonzo, fam. I was I was pretty harsh on Lonzo saying I was I couldn't wait to see who he's going to get paid in free agency. I just didn't see nobody giving that nigga $20 million a season. I just, I just didn't see it. And when you see Trey Young – Getting five years, two hundred and seven million dollars. Lonzo getting his what eighty-seven million dollars ain't that bad. <laughs> like, that's really pennies on a dollar compared to a nigga getting two hundred and seven million dollars. But for Lonzo to end up in Chicago with Zach Levine and Vucevic, that's a nice ass piece right there. And they go ahead and bring in Demar Derozan. So now you got Lonzo Ball, Demar Derozan, Zach Levine, and Vucevic all in the mother, all in the same fucking starting lineup. That's nice as fuck. That, that's a nice ass start. You can you can just throw in a fourth player with that shit. Just throw in a, a, a power forward that can just shoot a little bit. Either he can shoot the ball a lot, he can shoot the ball really good, or he's gonna be a fucking bruiser in the paint. You better off going to get Montrez Harrell for real. They should go get Montrez Harrell. It should be Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine, Demar Derozan, Montrez Harrell, and uh, the Vucevic nigga because he can he can space out and hit a, hit a, hit a jumper a little bit. So when you got that going Chicago, they're gonna be pretty formidable too. Like they're gonna be on the to me, they're gonna be on the same boat as probably the New York Knicks or something like that. Chicago should be in the six through eight, you know, six through ten. 
They should be in. The, they should be no higher than six, no lower than fucking ten, and in, in the Eastern Conference Finals. They should definitely be in the play in, and they should possibly just be in 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 a playoff secure. When you got Demar Derozan and Zach Levine and Vucevic, that's three All Stars right there. And then you got uh, Lonzo Ball, who can just guide niggas in the right place. He ain't gonna do too much. He ain't gonna do. He ain't gonna do too little. He's gonna do exactly what you brought him there to do, and that's to be a fucking point guard. Um, CP3 stand out here in uh, Phoenix. That, I'm not gonna say I'm shocked. I'm not gonna say I'm shocked because CP3 deserved another contract. Uh, when he opted out, I was a little hesitant to say he was gonna come back just because we all know how the Phoenix Suns owner is. Sarver don't pay no fucking body. Like living out here in Phoenix, bro, he a cheap motherfucker. Like the the, the, the people in this city. Don't fuck with dude. Like they, they truly don't fuck with dude. But to see him give CP3 that big contract, um, or a hundred, hundred, hundred plus million dollar contract, that's love. I don't know if it's gonna be a good contract, but we said the same thing about CP3 last uh, contract when he signed that big ass contract, and Nate was complaining about the forty-four million dollars gonna get paid his last uh, year. He opted out and got another hundred million. So that's big fucking shout out to him, um, Kimba Walker. You know what I'm saying? Kimber Walker got bought out. He got traded, then he got bought out. I forget who he got bought out by. I, I, who the fuck bought Kimber Walker out? It, it, it honestly don't even fucking matter. He's with the Knicks now. <laughs> Kimber Walker's with the Knicks. So now they got um, they got Kimber Walker. They brought back Derrick Rose. Uh, you still got R.J. Barrett. You still got motherfucking me. Um, what's the boy named Julius Randle. Um, you still got Mitchell Robinson. Um, they brought in Evan Fournier, so they really just bought in the, the Boston Celtics back uh, uh backcourt. <laughs> That's truly all they fucking did was bring in the Boston Celtics backcourt and bring them out to New York. Um, I mean, New York gonna be New York. I think they're not gonna be as good as they were last year. Um, but they should still be in the six to ten range, just like alongside with Chicago. Um, they should they're they not gonna be fucking with the top tier teams in that conference, but they can possibly sneak and get a game on niggas. I still got um, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, um, Philly, um, Atlanta, um, Miami, and then that's when you start getting to Chicago, New York. Um, shit, I don't even know who else was out there. I don't even who the fuck out, who else was out there? That's only what seven teams. You need at least one more team. Fuck it, let's just say Charlotte. Let's just say Charlotte made the offs next year. Fuck it. <laughs> um, who else you got? Uh, you got Patty Mills. Patty Mills going to Brooklyn. I'm a little bit, you know what I'm saying? I was a little bit tight about that. I was hoping, I was hoping the Lakers can land Patty Mills. I was hoping Rob Pelinka could pull that off, but I'm not too mad about what we what we ended up getting for uh, for that Patty Mills price. Um, but to see Patty Mills end up in Brooklyn, I'm interested to see how that's going to work out. Because um, they don't have, I mean, don't get me wrong, James Harden is the playmaker on that team, but who else is the playmaker? Like They don't have a backup point. Like, Patty Mills will be the backup point, I'm assuming. He's not a playmaker. He, he he just a, he like he had a nice little ten points per game, little scoring option. He's not gonna play make for no fucking body. So I'm still interested to see what they gonna do with that. I'm pretty sure they're not, they're not done making moves or nothing like that. But they pretty much capture up too. It's only so much they can truly do. Um, I don't have it on here, but you got uh, Steph Curry signing another two hundred million dollar contract, which is fucking crazy. The first player in NBA history to sign multiple uh, two hundred million dollar contracts. The second one, well deserved. I feel like he just signed that motherfucker though. Like, is it me or is niggas signing contracts during every 16 months? I feel like Steph just signed that contract, bro. Like, unless time is going by that motherfucking me fast, I feel like Steph Curry literally just signed that 200 plus million dollar contract 
like last year or the year before that. To see him sign another one, to be extending his time in, in Golden State at, at the age he is now, that's fucking crazy, bro. I just let you know in 10 years, bro, I'm scared. It's damn near going to be scary to see what these fucking basketball players are getting paid. Real talk. And I'm getting to that on another episode because I want I got a big I got a big uh, statement about how I think the TV contracts gonna go next year, next time around. Um, I think players may lose some money coming in because I think the TV contracts will be going down. But I'm gonna get to that, um, in a, you know, later down the line on, on another episode. Um, but for has been a motherfucker. There's been other signs and things like that. Um, not- noticeably, just the Lakers, <laughs> which I'm gonna get into. But for has been crazy as a motherfucker, bro. Um, it's been a lot of weird trades, a lot of weird signs and things like that. Like you said, you got everything the Knicks have done has been kind of weird to me. I thought the Knicks was going to be bringing in some type of good talent, star player, to be bringing in Evan Fournier and Kimball Walker, bro. That's not that's not doing it. I'm be honest with you, that's, that's, that's like a step in the right direction just because the Knicks been so ass, <clears throat> excuse me, for so long. But when you just talk about how much cap space they had, and you talk about the the, the the cap space and the little bit of assets they had, and you know, and draft picks and shit like that, to see them not even really be in a serious hunt to trade for Damian Lillard is kind of disappointing. Uh, to see them not even be in a hunt to try to get Demar Derozan is kind of disappointing. Uh, to see them not land Lonzo Ball is kind of disappointing. Because uh, you would think any one of those players I just named. If you throw them into that mix with those players that the New York Knicks already had, you you, you kind of got some. Not saying you're gonna be a contender or nothing like that, but you kind of got some. When you just throw in fucking Kimball Walker, who been injury riddled ever since he even had a chance to be on a decent type team, you're not doing shit. Evan Fournier, the, the amount of money they pay Evan Fournier is fucking ridiculous. Evan Fournier is like the new Gordon Hayward or some shit. He's gonna he gonna get a fat ass check regardless. So it was kind of disappointing to see what the Knicks did. But all in all, it was so much. I think I said it was like $1.5 billion spent within the first 48 hours of free agency, which is fucking ridiculous. But when you see all the shit that's going on, you see all these moves that's being made, next season going to be wild as a motherfucker. If it's one thing for sure and one thing for sure, I already know what I'm voting for next time for president. And that's a motherfucking fact. Robbie motherfucking P. <laughs> Rob Palinka for president, bro. Robbie motherfucking me, Pete, bro. I can't hold it back no more. Like, last three years, Rob Palinka not being voted for executive of the year has been fucking a disgrace to the NBA. Like, we, we got we to gotta talk about this shit, fam. He came in there, you know what I'm saying, after Magic League, he bring in AD. Bring in AD, go get Dwight, you know what I'm saying? Go get, um, bring back Rondo, go bring in all these other key pieces to the team, and we go win a championship for Kobe, and nobody gave him executive of the year. They gave it to the Clippers. Okay. The following season, the man coming here and bringing Dennis Schroeder, Montrez Hurl, who finished one and two for six men of the year. He brought them in to uh, combine with LeBron and AD. Went and replaced uh, Danny Green with motherfucking me, Wesley Matthews, which was, on paper you would say is a, comp- is a comparable swap. The team that we had last year was fucking stacked. It was a loaded fucking team. The niggas just got hurt. When you look at LeBron James and Kuzma and and Anthony Davis and, and, and Andre Drummond and Dennis Schroeder and motherfucking me, Wesley Matthews, Marquise Morris, KCP, THT, and Caruso. That's a solid motherfucking team. Injuries bit that team, but he still didn't get credit for building that fucking team. When you come down to this year, at this point in time, bro, it, it can't be, it can't be, niggas gotta start giving him the props that he truly fucking deserved. 
I understand that Rob Polinka was a former agent, you know what I'm saying? So he's not gonna got he's not gonna get the love and respect from other GMs and, and other agents and shit like that in the NBA and NBA circles right now. But at a certain point in time, we have to get his man his fucking props. This man just traded for Russell fucking Westbrook, my G. Russell Westbrook is on the Lakers. Nigga, I've been screaming for Russell to be on the Lakers for the last six years. If there was any nigga in the NBA who was meant for the Lakers, not named LeBron James, it was Russell Westbrook. It was Russell Westbrook. To think that you got LeBron James and Anthony Davis and you go trade some bullshit, all we truly traded was uh, KCP for, uh, for Russell Westbrook. Montrez Harrell was not going to come back. He had to opt in just so he can trade him. Kuzma is the equivalent of a bag of fucking hot potato chips. Not even name brand. <laughs> not even name brand potato chips. That's what Kuzma was. To trade that shit, to know you traded KCP, damn their head up, for fucking Russell Westbrook, the nigga who led the league in assists last year, who led the league in assists uh, for the last five years, I believe. Mr. Triple Double, who broke the record for Triple Double, who playing a damn near all NBA level, and you still got uh, AD and LeBron, and then you go sign Melo and Trevor Reese and, 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 and uh, Wayne Ellington and fucking Malik Monk to veteran minimum deals. You bring in Kendrick Nunn on a fucking two year contract. He take less money to come to the squad. You bring back THT. You finally get rid of fucking Kuzma, like bro. This man, Rob Palenka, is doing things that I didn't think was possible. Like, I knew niggas was going to be lying enough to come to the Lakers. But when you sit back and look at the cap space that LeBron and AD and, and, and Russ was eating up, when you when you seen that, when you when you see how much money we was giving them niggas, you see how much money we had left over to fill out, uh, uh what was it, uh, it's only 50, to fill out 12 roster spots? That's nuts. And he, he, he filling that shit out like it's nothing. We still got space left. We still may bring back Wesley Matthews. We still may bring back Wesley Matthews. We still got a tax level uh, tax level exception we can go uh, spend on somebody. Even with the um, industry, as Caruso, they say we might get a trade exception to go get uh, spend that on some damn body. So when you look at this team, when niggas were saying, once we got Russell Westbrook, we ain't had no shooters. All, all Rob Palinka went and did was got shooters. Nigga said we needed 3 and D. All that nigga went and did was go get Trevor Ariza, Kent Bazemore, you know what I'm saying? Go get LeKendrick Nunn, you know what I'm saying? We may go bring back Avery Bradley. Like All that nigga did was go get 3 and D niggas to put around his three stars. That's all he did. Like, at a certain point in time, we got to get his man his credit. Rob Palenka for fucking president. Get Robbie P on the phone. He said we going to be all right. <laughs> that nigga not playing with these niggas. If it's one thing for if one thing for sure and one thing for certain, the Lakers made it known this offseason. We're not playing with you niggas no more. Yeah, Kevin Durant and, and James Harden and, and Kyrie Irving want to go team up and shit like that. Oh, you thought that was a super team? <laughs> LeBron said, Oh, y'all want let me show y'all how to do this shit for real. Y'all want to call LeBron the, 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 the creator of all this shit? He said, all right, let me show you niggas how to really do this shit. Cause he, he hey. If it's one thing I, I can see in this clearest fucking day, LeBron ain't never had an organization like this. Nah. LeBron ain't never played for an organization like this. We do everything to make sure our stars is happy. Who you want, LeBron? We go get them niggas. What what them, what uh, what Pat Riley was, that shit Pat Riley was doing in Miami? He ain't want to let you really have the keys? Look, man. 
We don't care who get the credit over here in La La Land. It's Tinseltown, nigga. We bought them chips, baby. <laughs> we don't give a fuck if the general manager get the get the credit. But in this situation, it, it, it's so fucking weird because every other place that LeBron's been, his two stints in Cleveland, his stint in Miami, it was always <clears throat> what LeBron want. LeBron did this. LeBron did that. LeBron will get you niggas up out of here. Now, to, to a certain extent, that narrative will always be there. It will always be there because it's LeBron James. But there has never been a general manager or an executive like Rob Palenka and LeBron that has been along the, the long journey with LeBron James, who has stood who has stood apart on his in his own lane as much as Rob Palenka has. David Griffin didn't no nah, when anything that was going on with the Cavaliers, niggas were saying that was LeBron. Nah, you can't say that this time. This this Rob Palenka. Rob Palenka is literally getting shit done. Like it, it comes a certain point in time, we gotta get this man his fucking credit. And I'm going to make sure I do it on my fucking platform because this man's been doing this shit. This is the third time in a row. The third time in a row. When you seen LeBron James sign that contract to come to the Lakers, he was signing that contract with Rob Palenka. He wasn't signing that shit with Magic. That was Rob Palenka right there. So at, 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 from, from the start of this motherfucking championship rebuild, motherfuckers got to get Rob Palenka his credit, bro. Robbie motherfucking P for president, dog. Get Rob on the phone. He said it's going to be all right. It's going to be Lakers in Brooklyn. You know what? Fuck it. I don't know if Brooklyn going to make it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about them niggas. We going to be there. <laughs> I know for a fact we going to be there, and I fucking love it. Because I talked about it on past episodes. How long to opportunity be preparation, my G? Russell Westbrook deserved this. When Kevin Durant left him, his whole career went shit. He became the bad guy. He became you. It became you couldn't win with Russ. I even started saying the shit. You couldn't win with Russ. You couldn't win with Russ. He wanted his numbers too bad. That was his whole point of leaving fucking uh, Houston and going to going to Washington with Bradley Bill. He wanted his numbers, rightfully so. Nigga having triple double. I would want that shit too. But you got to get that chip. But now he in a position to finally be with LeBron James. He got to get that chip, and it's just not LeBron James. You doubt you out there with fucking AD, bro. LeBron and AD and Russell Westbrook. Russ, you got to get this ring, bro. Right? It's either win now or, 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 or forever shut the fuck up. Because your legacy on the line. When it comes, when you look at the amount of star talent that Russell Westbrook has played for, when you go from Kevin Durant, James Harden twice, Sergi Baca, Reggie Jackson, uh, uh, Carmelo Anthony, Paul George, Victor Oladipo, uh, fucking Bradley Beal. When you, when you start naming all these niggas and you ain't, you ain't got a chip, you ain't got a chip. Now I'm not to a certain point when you you can go back to Shaq. It already started with Shaq, and you look at all the niggas that Shaq truly played with. Darren, every superstar after that has played with tremendous amount of talent. Tremendous. You look at the niggas LeBron played with, the niggas that KD played with, shit, the niggas that Melo now played with, the niggas that CP3 then now played with. All these niggas done played with crazy fucking talent. But you can't be the nigga that ain't got no type of hardware for it. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to have at least one. And for it, this is the moment for Russell Westbrook to get that shit done, bro. Either either win now or you got to shut the fuck up forever, my G. And I think right now he's in the perfect opportunity. to, to He has the perfect chance to get it done this year. You look, you look out the West, who going to stop the Lakers? The Clippers ain't, ain't going to be shit. Kawhi going to be hurt. The Suns, ha, nigga, please. Who? 
Who who and who in the West? Who in the West is gonna stop them? Denver? Now you got people saying the Lakers is old. Lakers is old. Don't get me wrong. Them niggas is kind of old. You know what I'm saying? But I will say the one thing I like about it is that the the players that they got that's old. The the key players don't really play like they age. LeBron don't play like he 36, 37. Dwight Howard don't play like he 36. Russell Westbrook don't play like he 32. You know what I mean? AD still tw- in his 20s. THT 20 years old. You still got Malik Monk who can give you some uh, some, some nice flashy dunks and get, hit the corner three. You got Melo. Melo in his deep 36, 37, but Melo still give you buckets. Melo at 36, 37 going to do everything that Kuzma couldn't do. That's just a fact. You can pencil Melo in for 14 points a game. You couldn't do that with uh, with Kuzma. You just couldn't. Melo ain't going to never lack confidence in shooting that bitch. Kuzma, he passed up shots and, and shot shots he shouldn't have shot. So, them niggas is old. Don't get me, don't get it fucked up. But I think these a lot of these dudes, the, the, the key players on this team, they don't play like they age. You know what I mean? That, that, that's the only reason why I'm not truly tripping off that shit all of them is fucking crazy athletes this is probably the, the this is probably the best roster of talent in nba history this is it's like what six hall of famers on this motherfucker russell westbrook lebron james dwight howard anthony davis well four four for sure hall of famers on this motherfucker like i, I think they said uh russell westbrook um russell westbrook carmelo anthony dwight howard and lebron james you got four of the, of the, of the top 60 play, uh, scores of all time in NBA history. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this, this collection of talent is fucking incredible, bro. I can't wait to see what these boys do on that fucking hardwood. Lakers in five, man. Real shit. And we not done yet. That's the only thing. That's another thing. We just not done yet. We still going to be bringing motherfuckers in. Hopefully, we can get our hands back on Danny Green. Bring him back in there. Bring back Wesley Matthews. We're going to be good money for you, niggas. It's going to be over for a lot of you niggas, man. Real fucking talk. Um, Moving on, man. What we got? What we got? Let's get to some quick hits before we get about this motherfucker, man. Um, Rihanna. Shout out to Rihanna. It was released that Rihanna is, the, is now a billionaire. It's just music don't matter no more. We not getting a Rihanna album, y'all. <laughs> like, I know the Navy been wanting a Rihanna album. You've been seeing that shit all over the internet for years. That shit not coming. She making that bread off that fancy shit, bro. And she's making that bread off that fancy shit, bro. She got Amazon Prime specials and shit, just all about that shit. Like, she's a billionaire now. That music shit, oh, that's dead, my boy. Who gives a fuck about music now when she's making a billion dollars off makeup and, and, and cosmetics and shit like that? Um, so shout out to Rihanna and reaching that billion dollar mark, man. That that's that's just that's fucking crazy. Um, moving on, one gets in Vander Kane, bro. Uh, Evander Kane, he's under investigation. It came out by Evander Kane that his own wife, his own fucking wife snitched on him. You know what I mean? She snitched and said he be betting on his own games and shit like that. That nigga be throwing the games and, and betting on it. He be working with the bookies and shit like that. That is one thing. You, look, man, in the wise words of Larry June, these hoes going to do what they want, nigga. Knock it off. <laughs> These hoes gonna these hoes gonna tell everything, nigga. Stop pillow talking, man. The wise words of Larry Motherfucking June. Think about think about that. Your own wife, Evander. Your own fucking wife got you under investigation for throwing games and fucking with the bookies and betting on your own games, bro. Think about that. Your own wife, the lady you fucking every night, the lady you rolling over, waking up to, smelling her morning breath, telling her you love everything about her, snitched on you. Think about that. 
What are you going to do? Because <laughs> not a whole world No, You're a shyster. Yeah, you're not a pro. You're not a pro. And Pete Rose, that nigga, that's nigga name, right? Pete Rose, right? For some reason, Pete Rose is like a weird ass. That, that just sound wrong. But fuck it. Pete Rose. <laughs> but if that nigga got in trouble for betting on games and shit like that, motherfucker, you will too. So, Evander, you got your wife to blame for that one, my boy. Um, what else we got? We got Shakira facing jail time. Damn, bro. This one hit me hard, bro. I fuck with Shakira, bro. Them hips? Oh, my God. If you, Hey, bro, look. Do me a favor. All the friends of the show, whenever you feeling lonely, <laughs> whenever you feeling lonely, my G, look up Shakira Hips Don't Lie video and just watch that bitch move them hips, God. I swear to God. Whatever she says she ain't do, I believe. <laughs> but they say she trying, uh, she may be facing jail time on um, some tax evasion type shit, not paying taxes and shit like that. Um, which is interesting as fuck. Shakira got long money. Shakira got long money. So when motherfuckers like that just don't got money, don't be paying any taxes and shit like that. It always made me wonder who's handling their finances. And once this pro and once this problem was uh, presented to them, why couldn't they just motherfucking be paid this shit off? Because Shakira got bread, bread. Like this ain't no little shit. Like Shakira got money. Like Shakira still out fucking arenas and stadiums and shit worldwide. Shakira's still that motherfucker. She may not be in the in the States. But Shakira still one of them, them, them top notch motherfucking me uh musicians out there. Um, moving on for another quick hitter, we got Scarlett Johansson suing Disney uh, in regards to the streaming um of Black Widow. Um, it was supposed to just be a theatrical release, to her knowledge. Um, Disney put that shit out on Disney Plus and uh, on the same day as a theatrical release. Um, to where she's saying she lost fifty million dollars in regards to that shit. Only reason why I really want to bring it up is because this was her last movie. Well, she's not gonna be in the you know Avengers and shit like that going forward. So this is pretty much her last little hoorah with the Marvel uh, universe. So it's, it's interesting to me that she sued them in regards to that. She sued Disney, not Marvel. Disney is the is the mother company for uh for Marvel, of course, but she sued Disney directly because it was on Disney Plus. Um, it's interesting to see because not only is this her last stint in in Marvel, like I said, but I think it's gonna be a it's gonna set a large precedent. For all actors going forward, because of this COVID shit, niggas ain't going to theaters like that. You know what I mean? Like that shit was already kind of dying down. It was hanging on because motherfuckers just love going to theaters. But when you look at it now, with this COVID shit, and they putting the shit out on these big ass um, streaming services the same day, people just watch that shit at home. So when you see an act, uh, actor lose fifty million dollars, quote unquote, to, allegedly from what she's saying, I think a lot of actors going forward are going to put this into their contract to where they get paid off the total grossing of the movie and not just theatrical release. Because if you're losing money off people just buying that shit from streaming services, that's a lot of fucking bread. Like, that makes you think about all the people off these HBO um, exclusives that released, all the people that potentially lost money off that. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's going to set a large precedent going forward for all these actors in Hollywood and how they're going to be rewriting their contracts and shit going forward. Um... Uh, moving on, you got E-Day from Chicago being shot and killed. Um, this one hit home because I, of course, I, I knew E-Day was. That was around my, my era, my, around my high school era and shit like that. 300, 600, shit like that, around Chief Key first coming out. Um, E-Day, you know, a brother of C-Day who's in jail with Rondo. Um, they say E-Day was shot and killed, so you want to say rest in peace to E-Day. Um, E-Day was like 32. Like, man, anytime I see niggas in their 30s dying for some street shit, bro, it's just... 
I don't even want to say everything I want to say, bro, because I just want to end this podcast on the right note, man. <laughs> but it's like when you in your thirties down the street, shit, bro. You gotta look in the you gotta look in the mirror, bro. When you in your thirties doing some, and you still in the streets, bro. Like, what are you doing, my guy? Like, but rest in peace to him, man. I send my prayers and condolences to his family and anybody in his, in his that he impacted positively in his life and his time here on earth. Um, the, the streets, man, just for dumb niggas, bro. I, I just gotta keep it at that, bro. But uh, I think that's all I got for you guys, man. Uh, look at the, that's all I got for you guys, man. I want to say shout out to everybody, man, that's tapped in, joined the motherfucking conversation, man. I truly appreciate all love and support. Listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Audio Mac. If you're watching this live on YouTube right now, what up? Leave a like, drop a uh, comment, subscribe, all that good shit, man. Thank y'all for building this platform and, and keep um, building it day by day, brick by brick, man. It's nothing but love, support. Um, and I, you know, I give it up on this side, bro. Like I, I can't even, I, I can't even, I can't even act like it ain't the, the message ain't the same, bro. It's all love these ways, you know. What I'm saying, never let them sidetrack you with the bullshit. Always keep the main thing, the main motherfucking thing, man. Stay safe, stay sharp, stay sane. And I'll try it next week, man. I'm out this motherfucker, bro. We out this motherfucker, car. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>